Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord, only you can steal my soul thirst this morning, Lord. My soul thirst to be in your presence this morning, ancient of days. My soul thirst to magnify you, Yahweh. My soul thirst to give you glory. God of gods, King of kings, Lord of lords, my soul thirsts to magnify you this morning, Father of all spirits, my soul thirsts to magnify you again this morning. Thank you because you are the Lord Almighty. <laughs> my soul thirsts to magnify you again this morning. Father, you are the one who is faithful. You are the one who is just. You are the one who is righteous. My soul thirsts to magnify you again this morning. Thank you for another beautiful day. Thank you because this is the day that you made. Scripture says you will cause us to rejoice and be glad in today. And so for every blessing in our lives today, for the gift of coming into your presence, for the gift of knowing you, for the gift of being called your, your, your own, your children, for the gift of life this morning, for the gift of Jesus Christ. Lord, we say thank you. Thank you. Be glorified forevermore in the mighty name of Jesus. As we read our Bibles again this morning, Lord, we ask, speak to us once again. Cause your word to resonate in our hearts. Lord, let the scriptures come alive and cause your name to be glorified. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. All right, let me say a big welcome to everyone joining in to devotion this morning. I am Morphy Eyenike. We continue reading the New Testament. We completed the book of Ephesians yesterday, and I, and I did take the introduction to the book of Philippians. So please listen to yesterday's podcast and the introduction to Philippians. So we read today, in my mind, I want us to finish Philippians in one reading. That's almost a miracle. Uh, I'm not sure I ever achieved it, but let's try. Philippians chapter 1, true to 4. Greetings from Paul. This letter is from Paul and Timothy, slaves of Christ Jesus. So you will note at this time Paul was in prison um, after the trip from Rome. Okay? Uh, when when he, he went to stand before Caesar. So during the time he was in prison, that was when the book of Philippians was written. This letter is from Paul and Timothy, slaves of Christ Jesus. I am writing to all of God's holy people in Philippi who belong to Christ Jesus, including the church leaders and deacons. May God, our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ give you grace and peace. By now you should know that's Paul's signature, right? Now, next, he said, every time I think of you, I give thanks to my God. Whenever I pray, I make my request for all of you with joy, 
for you have been my partners in spreading the good news about Christ from the time you first heard it until now. And I am certain that God, who began the good work within you, will continue his work until it is finally finished on the day when Christ returns. The work will be finished. We finally finish on the day when Christ returns. The work God begins in us will be finished on that day. I wish we had time to explain that, okay? So that work will finish when those who come with Christ will receive their resurrected body. For those who are alive, that work will finish as we are transformed in a moment. Hallelujah. Verse 7 says, So it is right that I should feel as, as I do about all of you, for you have, you have a special place in my heart. You share with me the special favor of God, favor of God both in my imprisonment and in defending and confirming the truth of the good news. Verse 8, God knows how much I love you and long for you with the tender compassion of Christ Jesus. I pray that your love will overflow more and more. Wonderful prayer. You can pray for any believer. I pray that your love will overflow more and more and that you will keep on growing. You will keep on growing in your knowledge and understanding. For I want you to understand what really matters so that you may live pure and blameless lives until the day of Christ's returns. May you always be filled with the fruit of salvation wonderful prayer okay this are, i'm going to pick out the prayers for today's write-up may you be filled with may you always be filled with the fruit of salvation the righteous character produced in your life by jesus christ for this will bring much glory and praise to god next paul's joy that christ is preached from verse 12 and i want you to know my dear brothers and sisters that everything that has happened to me here has helped to spread the good news for everyone here, including the old palace guards. Know that I am in chains because of Christ. And because of my imprisonment, most of the believers here have gained confidence and boldly speak God's message without fear. It's true that some are preaching out of jealousy and rivalry, but others preach about Christ with pure motives. They preach because they love me, for they know I have been appointed to defend the good news. Those others do not have pure motives as they preach about Christ. They preach with selfish ambition, not sincerely in, intending to make my chains more painful to, uh, to me. Not sincerely intending to make my, my, chain, my chains more painful for, to me. But that doesn't matter whether their motives are false or genuine. The message about Christ is being preached either way. So I rejoice and I will continue to rejoice. 19. For I know that as you pray for me and the Spirit of Jesus Christ helps me, this will lead to my deliverance. Next we read about Paul's life for Christ. Uh, for I fully expect and hope that I will never be ashamed. He says, for I fully expect and hope that I will never be ashamed. And I pray the same for you. You will never be ashamed. But that I will continue to be bold for Christ as I have been in the past. And I trust that my life will bring honor to Christ whether I live or die. For to me, for to me living means living for Christ. And dying 
is even better. In other words, Paul was not afraid, was not afraid to die. Living meant living for Christ. And dying is even better. Ha <laughs> ha! How can dying be better? Oh God, Paul. Listen. Is it for is it but if I live, I can do more fruitful work for Christ. So I really don't know which is better. Of course, if he died, he knew that he was going to stand before God to receive his reward. Okay? But he said, But I but if I live, I can do I can do more fruitful work for Christ. So I really don't know which is better. I'm torn between two desires. I long to go and be with Christ, which would be far better for me. But for your sakes, it is better that I continue to live. Knowing this, I am convinced that I will, I will remain alive so I can continue to help all of you grow and experience the joy of your faith. And when I come to you again, you will have even more reason to take pride in Christ Jesus because of what he is doing through me. Now, let us God talks about us living as citizens of heaven. Above all, you must live as citizens of heaven, conducting yourself in a manner worthy of the good news about Christ. Because why? We are ambassadors. Every Christian is an ambassador. He said, then whether I come and see you again or only hear about you, I will know that you are standing together with one spirit and one purpose fighting together for the faith which is the good news don't be intimidated in any way by your enemies this would be a sign to them that they are that they are going to be destroyed but that you are going to be saved even by god himself verse 29 for you have been given not only not only the privilege of trusting in christ but also the privilege of suffering for him we are in this struggle together yeah so everyone listening to me this morning we are in this struggle together since you have seen my struggles in the past and you know that i am still in the midst in the midst of it of course eventually paul will be released from prison all right philippians chapter 2 have the attitude of christ is there any encouragement from belonging to christ any comfort from his love any fellowship together in the spirit are your hearts tender and compassionate then make me truly happy by agreeing wholeheartedly with each other loving one another and working together with one mind with one mind and purpose don't be selfish don't try to impress others be humble thinking of others as better than yourself if you are a christian this is how to think we always think of others. We put others before ourselves. That's what lo- what loves mean. Don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble, thinking of others as better than yourselves. Don't look at. Don't look out only for your own interests, but take an interest in others too. You must have the same attitude that Christ had, though he was God. He did not think of equality with God as something to cling to. Instead. He gave up his divine privileges. He took the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being when he appeared in human form. He humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on the cross. Therefore, God elevated him to the place of highest honor and gave him the name above all other names that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth 
and under the earth and every tongue declare that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Yes, so hallelujah. Next, it was says, shine brightly for Christ. If you understand though, this is what Christ did. So we too must humble ourselves. That's what Paul is saying. So Paul says, shine brightly for Christ. From verse 12, dear friends, you always follow my instructions when I was with you. And now that I am away, it is even more important. Work hard to show the results of your salvation. Obeying God with deep reverence and fear. For God is working in you, giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases him. You, you must choose. Okay, the flesh will continue to walk, try to, you know, walk in you. God the Father is also walking in you through his spirit. You must choose. Paul says, work hard to show, to show the results. You must choose to follow the desires that God is giving you. 14. Do everything without complaining and arguing so that no one can criticize you. Live clean, innocent lives as children of God, shining like bright lights lights in a in a world full of crooked and perverse people old family to the word of life then on the day of christ's crisis return i will be proud that i did not run the race in vain and that my work was not useless verse 17 but i will rejoice even if i lose my life pouring it out like a liquid offering to god just like your faithful service is an offering to god and i want all of you to share that joy yes you should share you should rejoice and i will share your joy next paul commends timothy if the lord jesus is willing i hope to send timothy to you soon for a visit then he can cheer me up because timothy was with him paul was allowed to receive visitors okay in prison okay so his visitors could stay with him so there were people who chose to stay with paul in prison there was a time timothy stayed with him in prison obviously titus and a few others he says if the lord jesus is willing i hope to send timothy to you soon for a visit then he can cheer me up by telling me how you are you are getting along i have no one i have no one else like timothy who genuinely cares about your welfare Hmm? all the others care only for themselves and not for what matters to jesus christ he's not saying titus does not care for him Oh, look, who is the one who eventually writes? <laughs> also, Stinus, so many people worked with, worked, worked with Paul, okay? He says all the others care only for themselves. I guess at that period, those who were there, you know, cared, all the others care only for themselves and not for what matters to Jesus Christ. But you know how Timothy has proved himself. Like a son with his father, he has served with me in preaching the good news, the good news i hope to send him to you just as soon as i find out what is going to happen to me here and i have and i have confidence from the lord that i myself will come to see to see you soon next paul comments epaphroditus meanwhile i thought i should send epaphroditus back to you he is a true brother co-worker and fellow soldier and, and he was your messenger to help me in my needs. I'm sending him because he has been longing to see you. And he was very distressed that you heard he was sick. So, of course, Epaphroditus was also a very faithful, 
faithful, faithful follower. He was the one that was the one intermediary going between between the Philippian church and Paul. Okay, but he felt sick, and that was why Paul was sending, was thinking of sending Timothy. But Paul says, "I will send Epaphroditus with you." He said he was distressed uh, that he had that. Okay, you guys had that he was sick. 27 and he certainly was ill in fact he almost died but god had mercy on him and also on me so that i would not have one sorrow after another so i am all the more anxious to send him back to you for i know you will be glad to see him and then i will not be so worried about you welcome him in the lord's love and with great joy and give him the honor that people like him deserve for he risked his life for the work of Christ, and he was at the point of death while doing for me what you couldn't do from far away. Okay, so Epaphroditus was also a faithful follower, faithful follower of Paul. Oh, I think we are making we are making time, right? Okay, so Philippians chapter three, the priceless value of knowing Christ. Christ, whatever happens, my dear brothers and sisters, rejoice in the Lord. I never get tired of telling you these things, and I do it to safeguard your faith. He says, watch out for those dogs, those people who do evil, those mutilators. Of course, he talk, he's talking about the Jewish people, right? Who were trying to destroy the Christian faith right from the start. He says, watch out. They were preaching that unless you became circumcised, you, you were not a Christian. Watch out for those dogs, those people who do evil, those mutilators who say you must be circumcised to be saved. Hmm. For we who worship by the Spirit of God are the ones who are truly circumcised. We rely on what Christ Jesus has done for us. We put no confidence in human efforts. Any Christian that puts their confidence in human efforts does not know, do, does not understand the message of the gospel. We do not put any confidence in human efforts. Putting confidence in human efforts is, you are going back to Judaism, I'm telling you. That's human effort, salvation through human effort. He says, though I could have, I could have confidence in my own efforts, if anyone could, indeed, if others have reasons for confidence in their own effort, I have even more. I was circumcised when I was eight days old. I am a pure-blooded, Paul shared this was with the, with the Romans. I am a pure-blooded citizen of Israel and a member of the tribe of Benjamin, a real Hebrew. If there was ever, if there ever was one, I was a member of the Pharisees who demand the strictest obedience to the Jewish law. You can't, oh God. Listen, you can't beat eh, this resume. You cannot beat it. The resume of Paul, you cannot beat it. The extent to which Paul went, <laughs> he said, look, I was a member of the Pharisees who demand the strictest obedience to the Jewish law. I was so zealous that I actually persecuted the church. Have you done all of this? Continue your human efforts. Let's see how far it will take you. He says, he says, look, I actually persecuted the church. And as for righteousness, I obeyed the law without fault. Even though he, he was killing people, he, was, he said he was obeying the law. I once thought that these things were valuable. But now I consider them worthless. 
because of what Christ has done. That's the person that understands the message of grace. Every human effort is worthless because of what Christ has done. Yes, everything else is worthless when compared with the infinite value of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. For his sake I have discarded I have discarded everything else, counting it all as garbage. Ha! Ah, counting it all as garbage so that I could gain Christ. That is the message of grace. That is the message of grace. Counting it all as garbage so that I could gain I could gain Christ. Verse 9 and become one with him. I no longer count on my own righteousness through obeying the law. Rather, I become I become righteous through faith in Christ. We become righteous through faith in Christ, not obeying the law. See, for God's way of making us right with himself depends on faith. <clears throat> I want to know Christ and experience the mighty power that raised him from the dead. I want to suffer with him, sharing in his death, so that one way or another, I will experience the resurrection from the dead. Next, Paul talks about pressing towards the goal. Verse 12, I don't mean to say that I have already achieved these things or that I have already reached perfection. No, but I pressed on to possess that perfection for which Christ Jesus first possessed me. No, dear brothers and sisters, I have not achieved it, but I focus on this one thing, forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the enveloping prize for which Christ, for which God, through Christ Jesus, is calling us. Wow. Let all who are spiritually mature agree on these things. <laughs> we are on the race. Heavenly race. I no go tire. Heavenly race. Let everyone, let all who are spiritually mature agree on these things. If you agree on some points, I believe God will make it plain to you. But we must hold on, hold on to the progress we have already made. Dear brothers and sisters, pattern your lives after mine and learn from those who follow our example. Can you say that? Can you tell people, just follow me? If you follow, him, if you follow me, you are following Jesus. That's what Paul is saying. Pattern, pattern your lives after mine and learn from those who follow our examples. For I have told you often before, and I say it again with tears in my eyes, that there are many whose conduct show they are really enemies of the cross of Christ. They are headed for destruction. Their God is their appetite. They brag about shameful things, and they think only about their life here on earth. But we are citizens, we are citizens, hallelujah, of heaven, where the Lord Jesus, the Lord Jesus Christ lives. And we are eager, waiting for him to return as our savior. He will take our weak mortal bodies and change them into glorious bodies like his own. Using the same power with which he will bring everything under his control. Hallelujah. Alright, we made it. Philippians chapter 4. <clears throat> Thank you, Jesus. Therefore, my dear brothers, my dear brothers, therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, Stay true to the Lord 
I love you and long to see you, dear friends, for you are my joy and the crown I receive for my work. Now, I appeal to Eodia. So you see that Philippians is more, it's more Pauline in nature. He's mentioning people you know, in person. He didn't do that when he writes Philippians, even Colossians. Say, now I appeal to Eodia and Simchi. Please, because you belong to the Lord, settle your disagreement. This were women who, for those who say that women, they were Paul's partners. He said, and I ask you, my true partners, to help these two women, for they, they worked hard with me in telling others the good news. They were telling others with the good news. People say, Paul said that women should not preach. Oh, just, oh Jesus. He says, look, help these two women, for they worked hard with me in telling others the good news. They worked along with Clement and the rest of my co-workers whose names are written in the book of life. Always be full in, always be full of joy in the Lord. I say it again, rejoice. Let everyone see that you are considerate in all you do. Remember the Lord is coming soon. Verse 6, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all Thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace. Ah, I pray for someone this morning. You will experience God's peace, which exceeds, exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your heart and mind as you live in Christ Jesus. Eight. And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Keep putting into practice all you learned and received from me. Everything you had from me and saw me, saw me doing. Then the God of peace will be with you. Ha! Hallelujah. Next, Paul's thanks for, for, the, for the gift he sent. I praise the Lord that you are concerned about me again. I know you have... I'm sure you noticed the way... The book of Philippians is fragmented, right? Uh -huh. So, m scholars agree that it is because Paul is writing, starting and stopping. You saw the condition in which he was in prison, right? Uh -huh. He was writing and stopping, writing and stopping. How I praise the Lord that you are concerned about me again. I know you have always been concerned for me, but you didn't have the chance to help me. Uh -huh. But that, not that I was ever in need. For I have learned how to be content with whatever I have. I know how to live on almost nothing or with everything. I have learned the secret of living in every situation, whether it is with a full stomach or empty, with, with plenty or little. Paul said, I have learned the secret of living. I am content. Hey, I am content in Christ. 13. For I can do everything through Christ who gives me strength. Even so, you have done so well to share with me in my, in my present difficulty. As you know, you Philippians were the only ones who gave me financial help when I first brought you the good news and then traveled on to Macedonia. No other church did this. Even when I was in Thessalonica, you sent help more than once. I don't say this because I want a gift from you. Rather, I want you to receive a reward for your kindness. At the moment, I have all I need and more. I am generously supplied with the gifts you sent 
and you sent me with Epaphroditus. So Epaphroditus was the one going and coming, right? He said, I am more, I am more, I am generously supplied with the gifts you sent, you sent me with, uh, with Epaphroditus. They are a sweet smelling sacrifice that is acceptable and pleasing to God. 19. And this same God who takes care of me will supply. Another prayer. This God, eh, this same God who takes care of me will supply, will supply all your needs from his glorious riches which have been given to us in Christ Jesus. It is now all glory to God our Father forever and ever. Amen. Looks like it ends again, but Paul continues. Paul's final greetings. Give my greetings to each of God's holy people, all who belong to Christ Jesus. The brothers who are with me send their greetings, and all the rest of God's people send you greetings too, especially those in Caesar's in Caesar's household. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirits. Hallelujah. All right, so quite an amazing read. Wow, we went at the speed of light. Okay, so I'm so blessed by the prayer prayer points, and I'm going to highlight them in my write-up this morning as you listen to you listen to, to, to this podcast. And it's important that you pray these prayers for yourself. You know, but you notice there, Paul focused on Timothy at one time, talked about Epaphroditus, and then he talked about the attitude that believers should have in Christ. And then the, I think the, the cross of, of the book of Ephi, of Philippians was that, look, he said, follow me. If you follow me, I can promise you that you will become like Jesus. Can you say that as a Christian? Can you truly say that? That if people look at you, they will see Christ. That if people look at you, eh, they will become more and more like Jesus. Can you truly, can you, can you genuinely from your heart say that? That is, that is the cross of the message of the book of Philippians. But look at Epaphroditus. Paul said he risked his life. Timothy was willing to stay in the prison. And that was how they entered the Bible we are reading, we are reading today. I at the end, Paul, he said, especially those in Caesar's house. Okay? So we are not certain which Caesar Paul is talking about. But he was supposed to stand before Caesar. If that is the truth, eh? Paul has penetrated the palace. Ha ha ha. Oh, and people in the palace were already hearing the gospel. Ah, Lord, give us the same courage. We will all need to stand before the same judgment. Lord, give us the same courage to be examples, to be your representatives. Lord, to be your ambassadors on this earth. Will you say that prayer for yourself as we go this morning? Father, we say thank you once again. Thank you for the words we have heard. They have blessed our souls. Lord, we are asking and praying for ourselves. Cause us to be fully, totally grounded in Christ. In the mighty name of Jesus. Cause our hearts, Lord, like Timothy, like Epaphroditus, to be fully, totally committed to you. In the mighty name of Jesus, we ask, Lord, that by your Spirit, you will continue the work that we know will be completed the day we stand before you in Christ. Lord, let that work become manifest. 
let others see Christ in us. Lord, that is our prayer this morning. In the name of Jesus. Father, we say thank you. I pray for everyone listening in, for every believer, Lord, that they will stand complete in all your will. That on that day, Lord, no one of us we will not be missing. In the name of Jesus, we give you all the praise and glory. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. All right, thank you so much for listening again this morning. God bless you. Enjoy your day.